Welcome to this episode of Sin Speaks. In this episode, we are going to talk about staying focused and staying on track and on path by coming back to your center. The first time this concept was introduced to me was in dance. And I was very lucky that I got to go to dance. And I started very young at age three. And I really started seriously when I was about six years old. And what we learned, one of the first major lessons that I learned in dance, although there were many, was to come back to center. And that balance was based upon our relationship and the strength of our center. If you practice yoga, then you know that coming to your center is something that you regularly must do. But even energetically, it's so important to come back to center, come back to heart, come back to energetic source, whatever that may be. But the center connects everything. When you are dealing with life, it's so easy to get off track and off path. It's so easy to move away from center. It's so easy to get off of your path and off of your plan because things are constantly thrown at you. When you have the ability to really block out and sometimes ignore the things that are moving and going on around you and come back to center to really align yourself and make sure that you're moving in the right direction you win. I don't know any other way to put it. When you have that ability to stay grounded and stay centered, regardless of what's going on around you, you are in a position to always win. There won't be scenarios and situations that threaten your ability to stay at peace, which means your peace is yours. There, not, there will not be any person that can come into your reality and knock you off of your peace or off of your center once you have the ability to really master that. How do we master that? That's the other side of it. Um, I think it's just practice. Honestly, I'm not perfect at it, but I'm a lot better than I was. The first thing that I started to practice was simply releasing the things that I couldn't control. That allowed me to stay focused on what I could control. Even within the things that I could control or I can control, there are still a lot of things that I think I can control, but I really don't control them. So I had to really work on that, and I will always be working through that. The first thing is really to release the things you can't control. You cannot control other people. You cannot control the reactions of others. You cannot control scenarios that come into your life entirely. You can have the ability to influence what is attracted into your reality. Uh, but if something that you don't like comes into your life, you can't immediately get rid of it. Um, it takes some time and some work there. So really spending time with um, deciding on what to release and what to really address. Also, not everything needs to be addressed. Not every person needs an argument. Not every person needs for you to prove them wrong. Not every person needs for you to teach them a lesson. Um, sometimes your peace and maintaining your peace and, as some would say, taking the high road 
is there lesson? If you do that and you react to a scenario by taking the high road and remaining professional or remaining kind, you are teaching them something. You don't have to go off on somebody or attack somebody to teach them a lesson. People will learn from you by the way that you act, not what you say. If you're dealing with children especially, they pay attention to what you do. That's a tough pill to swallow because sometimes what we do doesn't align with what we say. And they pay attention to this, especially these kids now. They're so much more intuitive and in tune. I know people think that they're di- they're like disconnected because of technology, but that's not the case. These kids are different and they're special and they can really pay attention to things. And these are the kids that are, that are going to call us out on our crap and be like, "Hey, but you said this, but you did this." Historically, that wouldn't have worked. Like that wouldn't have worked with my parents, even though I was that I was definitely that kid that called people out when things didn't make sense. Um, I struggle with that as a mom because I want my kids to speak up and I want them to speak their mind, but I also need to teach them respect. So there's, there's a balancing act that's go- that goes on, but really the goal, even for myself as a mother, is to bring myself back to center. Am I teaching them this lesson to guide them into being better adults or am I angry? Am I upset? Am I dealing with my emotions? So really coming back to center and deciding where each belief and thought and feeling is coming from can help you to be more intentional with how you move forward. Um, As you are changing direction, it is so extremely important to stay close to center and stay aligned to make sure that you are moving in the right direction and you're also aware enough to know when to stop or slow down or change direction again. It's, it's, a, it's a little difficult to explain in a very simple way, but to really put it simply, as simply as I can, um, when you're in alignment with center, you're aligned with source, and you can receive messages, and you know, you, like your intuition is working at its best. You know when to move. You know what to say. You know how to say it, and everything feels good, and everything flows good. And that's because you're connected and you're centered. If you start to react to things out of emotion, if you start to be indecisive about um, people in your life, things like that, that means you're you're not centered. You're off-center a bit. Something isn't in alignment. So when we talk about like alignment and center, we're really talking about being so balanced and knowing that everything is going to be okay and trusting your instinct enough because you know you're aligned and you know you're in the right space because you're not letting ego come in and control the show that's that's alignment that's really what most of us strive for whether knowing it or not so if you take some time to intentionally focus on alignment and center when scenarios are presented to you that may knock you off center or have historically knocked you off center, stop, analyze your reaction before you move, and then decide what to do and think about what makes the most sense. When you're dealing with scenarios that historically have made you upset or angry, the best choice is definitely not 
to react the same way, especially if you're dealing with something out of anger. You want to take a second, take a breather, take a walk if you can, if that's appropriate and safe. Um, Take a moment to breathe and step outside of your emotion for a second and think about your options because there are always options. You, you know, you can react to a situation. You cannot react to a situation. Um, even when you react to a situation, you have options as far as how you react to that situation. So really being intentional about what you're doing and how you do it and to what extent you do it, or even if it's necessary, is required for adulthood. So really spending time with your options is huge. And then deciding before you act if those options are in alignment with who you are and or if those actions are strictly from a place of emotion and don't align with logical thought. So just taking that second to breathe, sometimes walk away and think things through, you may give yourself the time that you need to make a more responsible and intentional decision. When this happens, you can actually create a more strategic reality and you'll start to see the people around you change just because your reactions are changing. So if you don't like the outcomes that you're getting, if you don't like the responses that you're getting from other people, it's not always the other person that's the problem. Sometimes it's you. That's tough. I know I'll probably get eaten up in the comments for that, but it's true. I've had to take a hard look at myself and say, hold on. Some of these themes in my life have been reoccurring. How can I fix them and change them? And what about me is not in alignment or has not been in alignment that caused these things to escalate? So I had, I had to do that, and I had some issues. I wasn't dealing with everything the right way. I was reacting to, extra, to things that I didn't need to react to. I was getting offended by things that had nothing to do with me. Um, this was when I was younger mostly, but I would get really upset by things and get my, my feelings would get hurt really easily about things that really, again, had nothing to do with me, but also... Um, weren't important at the end of the day and really didn't didn't prove who I was or didn't like like I was taking on labels that didn't belong to me it was just there was just a lot of distorted thinking in my head based upon my childhood and what I've been taught to believe so as I started to break free and break these chains of beliefs that I had been programmed to hold on to I saw my reality start to shift and I saw myself become more intentional and a more intentional and balanced and centered being. Because of that, my the relationships around me, the good ones, the healthy ones have grown. Um, some of them have been salvaged. There have been, there are some relationships that were terrible before and are great now and the the common thread and all that is is I've changed. I've done the work to make the changes. If you're listening to this podcast, you are an individual that is excited to look at yourself and make changes and improvements, and for that, I commend you. Not everybody has the courage to do the work on themselves to change their reality for the better, so 
pat yourself on the back, honey, because you are strong enough to look at you. Also, when you're making these adjustments and you're really centering and looking at your options and reactions, you don't have to tell anybody. A lot of the work that I suggest in this podcast is for you. And the best way to feel like you're not alone and go through the work is to keep a journal that you keep hidden. Um, Nobody has to see it. And when you are doing a good job and you're like, okay, you know, in the past I would have reacted like this. I would have gone a little crazy. But this time I didn't go crazy. I didn't react like that. You, again, have a choice. You can write it down and keep it in your journal and keep it to yourself. Then you're building this really personal relationship with self. Or you can share it with a very close friend, but you don't have to, like, blast it to the world because not everybody in the world is going to understand what you're doing. And a lot of people will not support what you're doing on an energetic level because they can't do it themselves. So you just be careful because anytime you open yourself up to the world, you open yourself up to criticism and also energy that is resistant to your path. So you can choose to put out whatever you want. Just make sure that you're protected energetically and that you do everything you need to do to make sure you're okay because this journey is about you. Your journey is about you and your growth and your progress and know that I've got your back and I support you in the fact that you are choosing to work on you and spend this time on you. I try to keep the podcast short between like 10 and 20 minutes each episode. That way you have time to hopefully listen every day, but really do the work. Like if I keep the podcast short, then you have time to work with you, spend time with you. And I thank you for choosing that because as you work on yourself, you're influencing and impacting the relationships around you and you're changing the world little by little. So thank you for being part of, a part of my tribe. Thank you for being on the journey with me. Thank you for helping me change the world by helping, like by becoming a better version of you. All of that is so appreciated. That's one of the reasons I'm here is to help this world be better And I think it's by sharing some of my stories and also helping you through some of yours. So thank you. Thank you for sharing your energy by being here and listening to the episode. Thank you for supporting the podcast because it helps me to be motivated to make more episodes for you guys. Thank you for subscribing because that helps me to know what direction we're going Um, Thank you for liking and commenting and sharing and downloading and all those things. Thank you for sharing with your tribe because then you're looping in other people that you want to make changes, which is helping you too. Like, just thank you for this commitment to improvement. I really appreciate it. Um, and, And as you are working on becoming more centered, know that you've already taken a lot of steps. If you're at this episode... It's not my first episode. I think this is 80-something. So you are pretty, you're on your journey, and you're pretty deep in it, and I commend you for that. So know that I love you, 
and I support you and I'm proud of you for coming this far in your journey and I'm excited for you to continue with me. I am committed to the podcast. It, it, it's something that I enjoy. It's one of the highlights of my week. I really try to carve out time to record as much as I possibly can and um, I'm really excited for the next set of episodes. Um, know that we may be switching the cadence from every day to a little less often. I don't think I'll switch to every week because I don't think that's enough, but I will record as much as I can. So my goal is every day, but if you, if I miss a day or two here, just know that it's because I'm really busy with other things, not because I don't want to be recording because I love this. As always, until next time, let's grow together. Thank you.